Welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm Tracy Benson, your host. Join us each session for a deep dive of real talk and inspiring interviews with conscious, awakened souls who are realizing epic fulfillment by living on purpose, with intention, and in alignment. Come find out how they have created their life to be this epic, fulfilling experience. I'm a lifestyle coach, an entrepreneur, a speaker, personal development junkie, and most of all, your host for this epic journey where you can also learn how to take your life from ordinary to extraordinary. See you on the other side. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Benson. And today we're going with the flow. My scheduled guest had an unexpected emergency and had to cancel. And I thought, what a perfect time to talk about going with the flow and not fighting circumstance and things we can't control. So today, we're going to talk about the need for certainty and or uncertainty, which is also variety. One of my favorite mentors, Tony Robbins, says, the quality of your life is directly in correlation with the amount of uncertainty you can tolerate. Let me repeat this because this is really important to understand because I find it to be absolutely true. The quality of your life is directly proportionate to the amount of uncertainty you can tolerate. And so what does that mean? Well, that means life never really goes as planned. Think about it. When's the last time that something you planned went off just as you imagined it? Now, that doesn't mean you didn't end up doing it, it didn't complete, you weren't done, but I bet if you really think about it, there are one or two or more hiccups along the way in anything that you've ever done, you know, other than getting up and going to the bathroom. Although sometimes I know I'll get up and say, oh, I've got to go, I've got to go to the restroom, and then my phone rings, and I answer the phone, then I've forgotten that I needed to go, and then an hour later I remember. So that was a hiccup. That was something that got in the way that altered my course. Now, in my experience, I grew up, as I told you, in a military family. We had lots of rules and lots of direction. And my father really never liked too much when things didn't go as planned. In fact, most people don't. Most people, I've found, have a high need for certainty. Certainty is one of our top needs. And the opposite of the certainty is uncertainty or variety. And for most of us, that is low on the list. Now, we might have variety in certain areas, like we don't want to watch the same movies over and over again, or go to the same restaurant, or that kind of variety. But the uncertainty piece where you just go with the flow because you're never really sure what's going to happen next is the piece that most people resist. 
And I too resisted it for many years. I was raised in a very structured household. We did everything by the book and we had rules and you know regulations basically for almost everything we did from cooking dinner to cleaning our room to doing homework, you know, to excelling in sports. Whatever it was we took on, we made a system to where we felt we couldn't fail because that's how my father led. That's how he was built. That's what he had learned. And that's what he passed on to us. My mother, although she went along with my father's rules and regulations, my mom was more of a go with a flow kind of person. But I didn't even recognize that because my dad's need for certainty drove our household. It wasn't until after my father died and my mother was still alive that I realized that she was more like I wanted to be. I wanted to not worry so much about the things I really couldn't control. I wanted to go with the flow when things didn't go as planned and I had to innovate, recreate, you know, just basically start from scratch sometimes. For a lot of years, that was extremely frustrating to me. I always felt like I had failed. It was my need for perfectionism, which as we know is a total illusion. There is no such thing as perfect. But I figured if I was perfect, then I did it right. And so hence you see people that feel like it's perfect, if you're, they're perfect and they do it right, they're going to have a lot of struggle, a lot of resistance when they have that uncertainty and when they don't do it quote unquote right. It's going to cause their brain to go, wait, 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 no, 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 red, red flag, danger, danger, danger. It's kind of crazy how we'll do that to ourselves, but that's our 2 million year old brain. It was developed to keep us safe from large predators and, you know, all the things back when humans came about that are no longer around, but our brain doesn't know any difference. So that's why often when you want to do something that you're uncertain about, your inner voice will be telling you, no, that's not safe. We need to do it the way we always did it. We need to do it the way we know how to do it. That way we'll be successful. Now, that can be true and it can not be true. Sometimes we can do it the way we've always done it and been successful. But there's many times when we need to innovate, when we need to change things up, when the circumstance changes in front of us and we need to innovate and go with the flow and pull through the uncertainty with ease and grace. For many years, I couldn't do that. I would fight myself over these things, trying to do it again and again the way I knew it should be done. I was shitting all over myself, coming out with a very frustrated result. As you can imagine, I don't know if you've ever been there, but if you have, you're probably shaking your head right now going, yep, that's me too. Been there, done that. I was always in awe of the folks with a flow that were laid back about things. And when things shifted and changed, they just went, hmm, cool. Let's see what comes next. And so I studied and I went to different trainings and read books, seeking knowledge on this expanding my ability to tolerate uncertainty. And I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. It's not a fun thing to do at first, because at first it's super uncomfortable. I mean, so uncomfortable for me, it was almost painful. 
I would second guess everything I did. I would feel like a failure because I didn't complete and most likely because I was second guessing everything I did and not going with my gut, with my inner instinct, with just that drive to just flow. That became a problem sometimes, especially in business with employees. You know, it caused strife and frustration for me and Generally, when we're in strife and frustration, we're probably not the best version of ourselves. I know I wasn't. And so what I did little by little was I expanded that need for certainty. I planned less. I went with the flow more. And at first I started out doing it in areas where to me it wasn't quite so critical. Personal areas maybe the way I was working out, where I was going to go out, always needing to know where I was going to go before trying to go, oh, you know what? Let's do something spontaneous. So I started out with spontaneous personal things. And believe me, even that was uncomfortable. I was so used to being planned and regimented that my brain kept telling me, no, 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 this isn't the way it's done. Stop. Halt. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Now I know I just dated myself because that's from lost in space, but some of you will get the reference. And those of you that haven't seen it, you can go look it up. Some trivia for you. So I tried it out that way. And then I started expanding it into my projects, my work, my love life, my relationships. And the deeper I got, the more painful it got for a while, just a while. And as I pushed through that pain and got to the other side, what I found was a miracle. Once I learned to let go of the rules, regulations, perfectionism, regimentation, having to know that certainty factor, I was all of a sudden more relaxed. I had more joy. I had more peace. And for me, peacefulness is a big one. Because for me, when I had all those things bouncing in my head that weren't right and that, you know, I was fighting against what was instead of going with what was to try to stay to my plan, I would have these like, you know, just, I would be angry and sad and mad and all of these negative emotions because I'm trying to push through this instead of flow with it. And what I found by stopping the resistance and pushing through the fear and the pain was pure joy and beauty on the other side. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have my days. I have my days where I go into planning mode. I'll try to go into perfection mode, although that rarely happens to me anymore because that so doesn't serve anyone. Because like I said, perfection is an illusion. There is no such thing. So reaching for perfection is a losing battle. Now that doesn't mean you don't try to be your best. You don't do the best you can. You don't strive for excellence and outstanding and superlative and anything you can think that's above and beyond beyond. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you have to hit the mark and be perfect, you don't do things like a podcast. You don't free flow and do lives on Facebook. 
because somebody might see your failings, your weaknesses, your lack of proper speaking, your etiquette, using the wrong word. You might say, um, you might say, and you might say all kinds of things. You might lose your train of thought. Oh my God, somebody might know you're human. So that's what I can tell you, letting go of all that and learning to love the uncertainty. And I mean, love it, love the growth I get from it, love the feeling I get when I get to the other side of it. It's all worth the ride. It is so more than worth the ride that you can't even imagine. So think about your best day. Think about your happiness moment that you can remember in your life. Maybe it was the day you got married, the day you got engaged, the day your first child was born, your first grandchild was born, because those things tend to get exponentially better as we age, because we appreciate them more and we know how precious they are. Think about that best day. And what if you could have that feeling every single day of your life? because you embrace the uncertainty that life brings. And I think this is such an appropriate topic right now because of where we're at right now. We're still in the middle in April of 2020 in a global pandemic called COVID-19. We don't know whether we're coming or going some days. Some of us don't have jobs. Some of us are furloughed. Some of us are at home working. Some of us are on reduced hours. We're trying to get benefits. We're waiting for a check, stimulus check from the government. We're waiting for unemployment to come in. We're waiting for a small business loan because our business was shut down. We have lots of uncertainty. We may have sick family members, a sick friend, somebody with the COVID-19 right now in a hospital and we can't even be with them. We can't see them. We can't touch them. We can't hold them. We may have had someone die in the hospital with us not being there. There's nothing more uncertain than that. However, today I can genuinely say, with all of that happening around me, I'm embracing the uncertainty because I know I have no choice. I know I can only control a few things. The few things I can control are my thoughts, my reactions or actions, my inactions, and what I choose to do with the emotions that come with all of those. And we all have them. And we can be very sad and upset. We can have a tragedy happen in our lives And for some people, this is a financial tragedy. It might be a loss of a business. It might be an even deeper tragedy, a loss of a loved one. But this too shall pass. And how we embrace the uncertainty of it all will determine how we end up on the other side of all this. When this is said and done, will this uncertain time in our history, will you be better for it? Will you be the same? Will you be worse for it? And my hope for each and every one of you is that you're better for it, that you learn to dig deep, that you learn to let go of the things you can't control. Stop fighting it, stop resisting it, and just be at peace with being. Now, I know it's better, easier said than done. I really do. Because for years, I couldn't do it myself. For years, I fought and I resisted and I made myself miserable. And now that I'm on the other side 
And again, don't get me wrong, I still have my days and my moments. But even when I have them, the difference now is I'm aware. I let my feelings sit. I let them process. I let them flow through me. And then I move on. I don't sit and dwell in the muck. I don't sit and dwell in the suffering because suffering is optional. Pain is inevitable. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is an option that we take or we can choose not to. Now, don't get me wrong. When bad things happen, I do suffer, but I only suffer slightly now. It may only be moments or maybe an hour or two of something really monumental in my book. How about you? How long do you suffer? Is it moments? Is it hours? Is it days? Is it weeks? Or have you been suffering your entire life through life? If you have, you're the one I'm speaking to now. Because the reason I'm doing this podcast, the reason I ended up becoming a life coach after many careers and I still have another one, is because I wanted to help people to stop suffering, to have more joy, to have peace in their life, and truly flow through life, not resisting, but ever ebbing, flowing, changing as need be to meet the new circumstance. Whatever comes your way, you have the choice. Your life is the sum of your choices to present. That's simply it. Your life and the quality of it is the sum of your choices to present. So now I choose to make different choices. I made choices that made me unhappy. I made choices that kept me small. I made choices that kept me from growing. I no longer make those choices because I have found a beautiful life, an extraordinary, beautiful, unbelievably outstanding life on the other side. And that's what I wish for each and every person that I come in contact with, that I meet, that I've known from eons before. I may have known somebody all my life and they're miserable. And my simple wish for them is that they go on the journey like I did and come out on the other side with that extraordinary, beautifully orchestrated mess of a life that fills their cup that lets them serve, that gives them peace and joy, and they spread it to every single person they meet. So a couple of simple things that you can do to start on your journey is start recognizing, because the first thing we have to do is become aware. That's the only way we can make the shifts. Start recognizing when you're suffering when you've had something go on and you're reliving it hours, days, weeks, months later, start looking for the signs. You might have to journal. Sometimes we've been living a certain way so long, we don't see it. And we think it's the only way. Have you ever heard somebody say life is a bitch and then you die? Hmm. You know, I used to think that too. And now I just laugh and smile when I think of the things that I used to think about life. Life is hard. Put a helmet on. You know, 
And now that I can smile about it, I mean, for a couple of years after I started becoming aware, really, truly aware, I was really angry at myself. I was like, my Lord, you're smarter than that. You know, multiple degrees. (laughs) You went to school and scholarships. You're a straight A student, but there's no accounting for that kind of smarts. We don't know what we don't know. But when we know, now we have to do better. Now we have to seek out the people, the trainings, the tools, the books to help us learn and expand and do better. So that's what I've done. I'm on a never-ending quest to improve my life. And now I'm on a never-ending quest to touch other people's souls and help them get on their journey and become their own hero because nobody can do it for you. We can all give you tools and guidance. That's all we can do. We can provide the environment, the tools, the guidance, the strategies, but we can't do it for you. You must do the work yourself. And there will be times when you want to quit. There will be times when you're so angry because you're not getting it. You're not getting through. You're not getting on the other side. But just when it's the worst, it all of a sudden shifts and it becomes the best. That's why the saying is true. It's always darkest before the dawn. It's amazing to me how this has shifted my life. And I want other people to see the shift in themselves. I want them to have that. Because what a wonderful world it would be if we all felt joy on a daily basis, if we're all content and peaceful. And that doesn't mean you don't want more. That means you're content in knowing that you're doing your best and striving for more while accepting the things that you cannot control. Your relationships get better. Your work gets better. The money flows to you. It is amazing. What manifests when you are living that kind of extraordinary life? So my last thought to leave you with is what are you going to do today that your future self is going to thank you for because you have done all the work, you have pushed through the uncertainty, the pain there is in growth to get to the other side and live the extraordinary life that you as an extraordinary person deserves. What's the one thing? I know in my heart, if you start doing the work, you can get there just like I did. There's nothing special about me. I'm an extraordinarily ordinary person. However, I wanted more and I wanted more beauty in my life and I wanted more peace and contentment and joy and less strife and resistance and stress. And through all the work, that's exactly what I've received. And I know in my heart, in my soul, and with every fiber of my being that you can have it too. It just might be hard for a little while. But isn't anything in life worth having a little hard or sometimes even a lot hard? Just remember that when you get stuck. When you get stuck and you feel like going back, reach out. I tell every person I meet, you need a coach. You might need two or three depending on what you're going through. 
We all need somebody to be accountable to and that's at a higher level of personal development than we are to bounce things off of because we all get stuck. We all have our moments. We all need that support. Sure, you can get books and read them. There are many great books out there. I have so many books I've read, it's not even funny. But the most growth I've had were from intensive workshops and from having a coach. It has been the catalyst that propelled me through the resistance, through the fear, through the pain of initial growth in accepting uncertainty as part of life. Now, would I have gotten there eventually? Most likely, because I wasn't going to give up. However, I'm a person that doesn't believe in reinventing a wheel. If someone has the tools, the skills, the ability to help me go further, faster, I am jumping on that train all day long, and I hope you do too. So feel free to reach out to me anytime you want some resources for coaching, some events that might be geared to what you think you need to work on. And I can't wait to see you alongside me on the other side, living that extraordinary, beautiful, bountiful, grateful, loving life that you so richly deserve. Thank you so much for joining me today. I love each and every one of you with every fiber and cell in my body. And I will see you next time. Have just the most beautiful day. I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Joyful Souls Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at tracybenson at joyfulsouls.com. Thanks ever so much for listening and have a beautiful day.